Hello, my friend. You're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. This week, we're discussing how to accelerate your personal and spiritual growth. Oh, yeah. I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong student, and spiritual seeker. I like to seek out the most effective practices and techniques that provide the greatest bang for my buck and the fastest route to freedom from whatever is holding us back. I can't wait to share with you these powerful techniques so that you too can sort yourself out, know deeper meaning in your life, and best of all, a sense of inner peace. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and thank you so much for joining me today for a juicy discussion about how to accelerate your personal and spiritual growth, something that many of us are interested in. So let's dive right in. Now, there are two ways that we can grow and evolve, and this applies to us both individually as well as collectively as the human family. Firstly, we can let our growth and evolution happen by default, buffeted by the events and the circumstances that are going on around us and constantly adapting and trying to keep our heads above water. We're going to learn and evolve a lot that way, but it's kind of the default method. The second method is where we take matters into our own hands and consciously choose to better ourselves. The first way will happen automatically, and the ageless wisdom tells us that this kind of evolution is assured. So even if we all sit back and do nothing, it's going to happen. We're going to evolve. We're going to get to our end point of what is planned for us, but it will just take a bloody long time (laughs) and it's not necessary. Okay. We can definitely speed this up. So that's what we need to do. We need to consciously decide to accelerate the process. So today I'm sharing the main ways that we can speed things up and consciously, as they say in the Ageless Wisdom, take ourselves in hand. So an important idea inherent in all of this is that we need to take responsibility for ourselves. No one else has the power to make it happen for us. Okay, not if we're going the conscious route where it's the accelerated route where we are stimulating our own growth. Now, we're going to have teachers, of course, but ultimately, this process is up to us. In fact, in the Ageless Wisdom teachings, the Tibetan said that spiritual enlightenment is really the taking on of ever greater levels of responsibility. I can tell you, I wasn't happy when I read that. (laughs) But um, it was certainly an idea that made me stop and think and just go, wow. Okay, so here we have the idea that as you experience spiritual expansion, your sphere of influence expands too. 
Okay, so it's really important that you're not talking out your butt. <laughs> now, as an example of this, not of talking out of the butt, I hasten to say, uh, that would be a little odd considering what's coming next, but of the need to take responsibility, check out this quotation from A Treatise on White Magic by Alice Bailey about the responsibility we bear for our thoughts and their effects in the world. Okay, so here's the quote. The creator of the thought form remains responsible. The form remains linked to him by his living purpose and therefore the karma of the results and the ultimate work of destroying that which he has built must be his. This is true of every embodied idea, the good as well as the bad. The creator of all of them is responsible for the work of his creation. The Master Jesus, for instance, has still to deal with the thought forms which we call the Christian Church and has much to do. The Christ and the Buddha have still some consummating work to carry through, though not so much with the forms which embody their enunciated principles as with the souls who have evolved through the application of those principles. Wow, I just find that so interesting that even the Master Jesus, who is one of our spiritual masters, unsurprisingly, bears heavy karma for the distortions of his message by mankind. Okay, so we need to be careful about what we are putting out into the world. So how do we take responsibility? Well, number one is, and I hesitate to say this somewhat, number one is purification. Okay, not a word many people will like. <laughs> You're probably shaking in your boots right now. But it is a necessary step nonetheless. You don't see many yogis or enlightened masters who are a mess of addictions and insecurities, right? So we need to clean up our act on many levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. So this means sorting ourselves out. It means getting rid of our hang-ups and achieving ever higher levels of well-being so that we can focus on higher matters. In The Rays and the Initiations by Alice Bailey, the Tibetan says that where humanity is concerned, and I quote, the energy of purification is the power innate in the manifested universe which gradually and steadily adapts the substance aspect to the spiritual by a process which we call purification. Okay, so this is just me here speaking now. So that means that our lower bodies, the physical, emotional, and mental bodies adapt to the spiritual. He then goes on to say that, quote, it involves the elimination of all that hinders the nature of divinity from full expression. This necessitates the leaving behind stage after stage cycle after cycle, life after life, and plane after plane of every tendency in the form nature which veils or hides the glory of God, 
It is essentially the energy which substitutes good for evil. So he then talks about how human thinking has debased this concept so that purification is related mainly to a kind of selfish idealism about the physical body and physical plain life, where we're all obsessed with outer appearances and having the perfect body or, I don't know, eyebrow shape and being so self-absorbed that we're freaking out about every morsel we put into our mouths or not. So rather than narcissism, where we're focused, as he says, downwards into matter, we need to focus outwards and upwards into light. Nice. So yes, physical purification is important, But if we make it the be-all and the end-all, then it is yet another hang-up to free ourselves from. You know, if we think that's all that matters, we are deluded. Okay, so for most of us, purification is about releasing and letting go. We're letting go of all sorts of things on all different levels, but mainly it's about letting go of outmoded, distorted ideas, fixed and cherished ideas about life and who we are, what we've been taught, all of these ideas that we've been holding perhaps since we were children. Some might even be hangovers from past lives. So these ideas, when we hold on to them, they become crystallized. They they become part of us. And They may not be true at all, and they serve as hindrances to our expansion. So what we really need to do is to have an open mind to accept that we don't know everything and to be open to new ideas coming in, to saying, hmm, I wonder if I'm talking out my butt here. I wonder if this idea is holding me back. I wonder if the person who shared this idea with me was perhaps mistaken or operating under their own erroneous, distorted conditioning. Okay, there's lots of ways that we come come by our our errant uh, thoughts and beliefs about ourselves and our behavior patterns and habits, and we need to be open to letting them go to releasing them, and to moving on. So we need to have an open mind and accept that we don't know everything. Because if you think you know everything, you're a closed book, you've got no room to take anything else in and no room to expand. So this is where the three phases of transformation come in. Now I talk about these a lot in my other podcast episodes. You might want to go back and check out episodes I think it's two, three, four, and five, where I get into these in depth. But here is what they are, basically. Okay, the phase one is to raise your awareness. You need to become aware of what is going on betwixt your ears, because much of what's going on in there is subconscious. But that doesn't mean that it is not motivating your actions in the world and your behaviors and your habits. So 
You need to make the subconscious conscious. You need to raise your awareness of what's going on in there. Phase two is to liberate yourself from all of your hang-ups and blockages and the conditioning that you received as a child and that doesn't serve you. And to do this, you need to have tools and techniques and practices. It's not going to happen just by itself. Okay, so you need to learn things like meditation, mindfulness, emotional freedom technique or tapping is a great way as well to free yourself and to instill new ideas. Okay, all of these things work really well in all three phases. So this may be deep inner work, but it is intensely practical work as well. You need to get your butt in a chair and do the work. So phase three is to reprogram your mind with ideas that serve and foster your expansion. So we have raised our awareness in phase one. Phase two, we've liberated ourselves. Phase three, we consciously choose what we are going to be believing. And this can change as well as we grow and expand. So remember, check out my earlier podcasts. I've got a lot of stuff in there about all of these techniques and I'm all about the techniques and the practices. So there is a lot of stuff in my other podcasts. So do go back and have a look. Okay, next up on how we accelerate our personal and spiritual growth is to Take part in some kind of study or continued education, okay? I'm not talking about going to college or anything formal like that. But what you do need to be do doing is reading books or articles or watching videos or, dare I say it, listening to podcasts that expand your thinking, that teach you to know yourself better, that help you to free yourself. You need to be continually exposing yourself to new ideas and especially edifying or higher ideas. Next is what's known in the ageless wisdom as spiritual reading. And it's not what we just talked about. It's not about, you know, reading books, but it's about looking for the deeper meaning and significance behind outer events. It's about looking for the inner causes of outward effects. So understanding how cause and effect operate in your life is a huge step forward in personal growth. Okay, when you can understand what you are doing to cause things in your own life, you are so much more in the driving seat and operating consciously. Now, here's a quote from The Light of the Soul by Alice Bailey about spiritual reading. Spiritual reading will be found to concern the development of the sense of subjective realities. It is fostered by study as understood in the physical sense and by the endeavor to arrive at the thoughts which words convey, it is developed by a close scrutiny of the causes which lie back of all desires, aspirations, and feelings, 
and thus is related to the desire or astral plane. It deals with the reading of symbols or geometrical forms and souling an idea or thought, and this concerns the mental plane. Ooh, that's a nice one. So that sounds quite complex, and much of the books by Alice Bailey are like that. You know, they're written in slightly old, arcane language. But when you get used to it, you begin to understand it better. And really, it's just saying that we need to understand the inner things that are causing the outward things. <laughs> and words are symbols. The outer events and circumstances of, of life are the reflections of what's going on on the inner side of life. Okay, so when we are able to look at causes, we learn to think in spiritual terms and to be focused on the inner spiritual reality that underlies and causes our more apparent outer reality. Okay, the next thing to do to accelerate your personal or spiritual growth is service. What are you here to do? How are you contributing your skills and talents and goodness to the world? You know, that's the purpose of life in a nutshell. Expressing your divinity right here in your little old body. Okay? So when you look at it in big terms like that, service can be really confusing and screw you up when you start thinking about it because it just seems so big and it's not that easy to discern. It's kind of like a big, scary term about life purpose and everything. But I just want you to remember that even sorting yourself out, you are serving the world. As I'm always saying, your own well-being radiates out and uplifts everyone you meet. Okay, so as you do this inner work and expand your own consciousness, you are raising your own capacity to be of service to others. You're instantly a nicer, higher vibration person to be around. You know, people will radiate towards you when you radiate out good vibes. So as you sort yourself out, you are serving. You know, you become uh, an easier person. You're capable of uplifting others, of sharing your wisdom, or maybe it's just sharing your nice, calm, peaceful manner as you sit with someone and let them be themselves. You know, there are lots of ways that we are serving. It's not always some big, huge thing. Okay, well, I am going to wrap it up there. Those are my ways that you can accelerate your personal and spiritual growth. So I'll just give it a quick recap. Firstly, taking responsibility for your growth rather than waiting for the slow, inexorable grind of evolution to do it for you. Definitely not the fast track, that one. <laughs> okay, 
Now, purification on all levels. Ugh. Okay, sorting yourself out, getting rid of your hang-ups and blockages and behavior patterns and all of that old conditioning, all of those things that hinder your progress. Next, study, exposing yourself to higher and edifying ideas. Next, spiritual reading, looking for the meaning and inner causes that condition outer events. And lastly, service of some kind, and that will expand as well with your own growth. So, if you want to press forward and accelerate your growth, I recommend that you download my free quick start guide to doable meditation, as meditation is the number one technique that has a super powerful effect on all three phases of transformation. Okay, so I'm going to put a link to this in the show notes. But in my free guide, I provide you with a really simple, no fuss way to meditate. And it's a kind of meditation that gets you started and only takes five minutes. Okay, so it's easy to fit it into your day. But I also provide a bunch more tips to help you fit it into your day, to make sure you do it, that you actually get on your butt <laughs> and help you to move past any resistance you might feel about starting daily meditation. Because for some reason, most of us have huge resistance to it. I think it's because it's a discipline, a bit like purification. The word discipline has that same kind of uh, twang to it that many of us shy away from. But Meditation, really. You want to expand your consciousness? Meditation is the number one way. Okay, so my link to the meditation guide is theinspirationcloud.com slash S-Y-O-27. Now also, if you are interested in learning more deeply about all of the things I talk about, on this podcast and all of the practices and techniques to take you further on your spiritual path and to amplify your well-being and your positive impact in the world, why don't you sign up to the waitlist for my upcoming Inner Circle membership? Go on over to theinspirationcloud.com slash membership to get on the waitlist and I'll keep you in the loop. Okay, my friend, that is all for today. Thank you so much for listening and spending your time with me. I really do appreciate it. So take care and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you found it helpful and full of uplifting ideas that you can put into practice in your life. And if you have, chances are your friends and family will too. So please share it with them on social media. You'll be helping them to sort themselves out because I bet you think they need it, right? But seriously, you'll also be doing me a huge favor and I will be eternally grateful for your generosity. It would also be lovely if you would leave me a review on iTunes, preferably a nice one, please. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast while you're there. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you you can email me at info at theinspirationcloud.com. 
Have a good one, folks. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.